Welcome to the Friday edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Rook and Miller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Let's get right to the headlines this morning. Number one business, Roger Manis has completed the purchase of the former Georgia Power campus, this one at the intersection of Broad and Turner McCall. It's the third major property to sell on Broad Street in the price range of between $1.5 and $2 million in the past five years. More business news today. Trackside Pizza and Pub is pulling into downtown Calhoun. Should open up next week next to the new brewery up there. That brewery, by the way, Freight and Rail. All more business news today. Southeastern Mills has acquired JMH Premium of Salt Lake City. It's the latest update in an already big year for the Rome-based employer. In education news today, ribbon cutting is set a week from today, December 20th, for Murchie High, High School's new gymnasium. Also, Georgia Highlands introduces the new late start classes in the upcoming spring semester. Georgia Health News today, the State Department of Community Health Board okays the new financial requirements for hospitals that must follow, including disclosing top salaries and other key data. Also from Parks and Rec today in our buzz section, they're offering a New Year's Day hike at the Lock and Dam Park. Also, the Tea Party meets this coming Tuesday. Daily features today, the Ware Mechanical Weather Center forecast. A soggy, cold day today. Probably won't get above 48 degrees. Sunday could be the best day of the weekend. Sunny skies, high of 59. Obituaries today, we say farewell to several of our residents. James Armstrong, Mrs. Verna Ann Busby, Donald Charlwood, Charles Collins, Mrs. Estelle Hall, Thomas Pate, Ms. Shirley Starr, and Mrs. Robin Williams. Also, dining news today, updates for the public health restaurant inspection scores for our counties. And Greater Community Bank brings you the Crime Watch report from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties today on our website. Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report, busy Friday ahead. John McClellan has his final column of the season. It is the high school football, football championships. They begin today and continue on Saturday. You can watch all the games on Georgia Public Broadcasting. should be webcast there as well. The Rome Half Marathon and 5K is on Saturday. It's all go. Looks like pretty good skies for Saturday morning. High school football basketball updates available for you. Who's playing tonight? The Atlanta Falcons play at the 49ers this coming Sunday at 425 p.m. I believe Fox has that game. College football playoffs coming up December 28th. The semifinals, LSU at Oklahoma City. Oklahoma, pardon me, at Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Also, Ohio State versus Clemson. And one more bowl game for you, of course, Georgia versus Baylor Sugar Bowl, 8.45 p.m. That's going to be on January 1st on ESPN. Now our rants of the day. That's right, plural today. A couple of topics to cover as Christmas just can't seem to arrive fast enough. Item number one, editors teach reporters to never tease readers by even insinuating that, quote, I know something you don't know, end quote. It only makes people mad. We issued that lecture repeatedly during our days in print, and we follow those rules today. Except for today. We violate that because we are among the 125 or more who are part of a Facebook group that is monitoring the health of a dear friend of this community who needs your prayers right now. Over the years, this friend has been the one to rush to help others in their time of need. We won't disclose the name. That's the family to decide, and rightfully so. All we can say is pray. And those words you rarely hear from our mouths. Please pray and thank you for those prayers. Item number two, the Richard Jewell movie is out today in Rome and Cartersville. 
We started to do an entire rant on it, but quite frankly, we got bored writing it. We lived that story as Jewel was from our neighboring community during our days of newspapering over in Gainesville, Georgia. Amid all the Olympics, we had to divert writers to tell his story as well. The most memorable line we found from one of his neighbors doing a profile on him was that she talked about how the so-called Olympic Park bombing suspect, later cleared by the way, had made her lasagna when she broke a leg. We don't think you'll see that instance in the movie. We don't plan to see the movie, by the way, because, well, we kind of lived that story. We will say this, though. The Richard Jewell story did change journalism forever, and believe it or not, in a very positive way. We'll give you an example we lived through. Two years after the Jewell case, we were living in California, and we were working a triple murder case in Yosemite. Our senior editor cautioned us in jumping to any conclusions, even as the investigators in the case were doing just that by naming potential suspects. His words to us were chilling. Remember Richard Jewell, the older editor said. He was right, by the way. The killer was, was a drifter who was caught several years later. Item number three. We mean this constructively, but we ask this question. Why is there a need to photograph and video people at a free food pickup or holiday meal for the poor or maybe picking up presents donated by well-wishers for those who don't have any? Again, as old editors, we forbid any such image from being put into our newspaper and today on our websites. These people need help, not exposure, especially in these days where they'd be ripped to shreds in minutes by the trolls on the Internet. Please find a different way to tell the story, maybe center on the volunteers or the gifts donated. These folks need our help. They don't need additional ridicule. Item number four, the bowl season. Our good friend, the sports essayist himself, Norman Airy, used to whine about the number of monotonous bowls this time of year. That's back when we used to have 33 bowls over a holiday period. Guess what? We have 41 this year. Seriously, 82 college football teams, some with 6-6 six and six records, allegedly playing for what they say is pride. Sorry, they're really playing to be TV filler, giving those stuck at home for the holiday fans something to watch between beers and leftovers. We got a special kick out of a, what shall we say, report from Sports Illustrated about these bowls yesterday. Each bowl was ranked on its so-called watchability. Suffice it to say, the good ones are the college semifinals on December 28th. Sadly, this list does not include, you guessed it, the Tony Tiger Bowl featuring Florida State and Arizona State. As a Gator, we say that's a fitting spot for the criminals to play, if you ask us. Item number five, bless the Internet. We rarely say that. Amid the latest hysteria, hysteria pardon me, over the young environmentalist being named Times Person of the Year comes what we think we all need right now. Some snarky meme master created a Time magazine cover that has that white know-it-all cat, you've seen it everywhere, as the person of the year. Bless you, whomever you are, you are our person of the year. We need that laugh right now. And it sure as heck beats the image of Donald Trump and the meme and the video of Trump playing Thanos, snapping opposing Democrats out of existence. That's all a big take on the Avengers Endgame movie. How someone got paid to produce a mass killer as a president is beyond us. And that is the weekly report from the Home Done Headlines Newscast Edition, John Druckermiller reporting. We hope you have a great and safe weekend here in Northwest Georgia. As always on Friday, it's time to get funky, courtesy of Harry Musselwhite. Again, have a great weekend in Northwest Georgia.